ready? I'm ready. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Michi Welcome back to the podcast. I said that backwards, actually. Welcome back to I Lost My Podcast. I'm your girl, Michi G. Of course, you know I'm author of the book, I Lost My Mom, Memoir of a Motherless Daughter, available on Amazon everywhere. And I have my co-host. You got none other than your boy, the fat fitness model Jose Cortez, okay. Husky Hefe himself, yeah. the swag daddy. Yeah, okay. But nah, man, welcome back to the podcast or the podcast, you yeah, know? Yeah, we haven't seen you guys in forever. It's we're been back. a minute. It's been a minute, we're but we back. back. So, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we're going to keep it rolling. So I feel I'm, like we got a good episode in store for you guys. We do. So let's do um, the mental health check-in, but also like update. Um, y'all haven't seen us in a while. We've been just, you know, the basics, taking care of self, taking care of home, taking care of what we need to take care of. Um, but as far as mental health, we'll start with Husky Hefe himself. How are you feeling today? How have you been um, feeling this week? You see the swag, check the swag. So okay. I'm feeling real good, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, it's been It's been beautiful. It's mm-hmm. been beautiful. It's been a beautiful week so far. So, um, I feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, one to ten, how you feeling? One to ten, I'm gonna say a seven. Today. I did, I think I did eat something that kind of messed up my tummy. Okay, um, yes, but uh, nevertheless, I'm about to get that right. I will tell y'all what I'm drinking, but no free publicity because okay, well, no problems, no problems, you know, <laughs> something to help your tummy. Okay. But it's it's usually, it's typically what black people use to cure tummies. Um, zero sugar. I won't tell you the brand name because, like I said, no free publicity, <laughs> unless of course they want to sponsor us or something like that. Okay. But uh, with that being said, okay. yeah, I feel I said a seven. I'm about at a solid seven. Okay. How about yourself? I will say for the weekend for the day, I'm a ten. I feel amazing. My health is way better than when y'all last saw me. I feel like I'm glowing more. I just feel happier. Like. So, you know, mental health today, I know every day isn't going to be a 10, but today it's a 10, and I'm happy about it. That's what's up. That's what's up. <clears throat> and like I said, my bad. Uh, I also just got off tour, so okay. y'all bear with me. Uh, what was you on tour for? Uh, I was doing a lot of poetry, okay. rapping, singing, okay. um, acting, so... <laughs> Y'all be watching out, man. Coming, coming to a theater near you, man. A lot of, a lot of things, a lot of great things coming on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we're kind of gonna do the podcast, kind of similar. We took out some things, we put in some things. So, next, we're just gonna get into mindful uh, breathing and stretching. So, kind of like our last segment, breathe, stretch, shake. Where we, you know, but we're really gonna take time to deep, deeply breathe. Because, you know, some of these topics are going to be pretty heavy. Some of them are going to be a little lighthearted. This one's a little lighthearted. But still, we want to make sure we're taking our time with breathing and making sure we're stretched out. So you as the listeners can really hear us and feel good while you're listening to us. And we can feel good while we're talking to y'all. So, ready, everybody? Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Breathe in slow. And breathe out slow. Breathe in slow. Breathe out slow. I ain't trying to blow in the microphone, but 
I am ASMR, okay? Period. But yeah. <laughs> what should we do one more time? Breathe in slow. Breathe out slow. Unwind those shoulders. Loosen them up. Stretch up high. Stretch down low, however you can. <laughs> We're so close together, so. Right, I was trying to feel you up a little bit. Just make sure you stretch it out. Stretch right. it out, stretch it out. All right. And with that being said, if you feeling good and we feeling good, let's get into this Then we aren't today. good. I'm going to take off these shades, man. Okay, too cool for school. But while you're taking them off, you want to get into our topic? So, nevertheless, I just did tell y'all that uh, my hat might move multiple times. <laughs> Ray J challenge, okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I just told y'all, like, we are doing... Uh, I just came off tour, sorry. Um, a lot of music, a lot of things like that. But this episode is never, nonetheless, it's about music. And I how music uh, helps you heal, affects your healing process... All of those things kind of encompassed in this episode. So, we're going to jump into it. And we're going to talk about, um, so, healing through music. Um, I can start off and say um, that one of my favorite ways to heal or to cope with grief and just not feeling my best is to cope through listening to music. Uh, music, for me, I don't I always say I've had, like, a precious, like, if y'all watched the movie Precious, how... How she would like daydream and she would be like, she would imagine or envision her perfect life. Mm -hmm. I feel like music has always helped me do that. Gotcha. Like I would listen to certain songs or certain 90s music or girl groups. And maybe it's because I'm maybe meant supposed, I'm supposed to be like a director or something. But I would always envision myself in a music video, in the music video of whatever song I'm listening to or just however I would have a music video. I don't know. It just did something to me and... I don't know. It just helped me to better put my focus on something else other than whatever I may have been going through at that moment. Um, I think I'm not as talented technically, more right. from a writing standpoint, not singing or nothing. <clears throat> but I don't know. There's a certain tie I have to music that allows me. To so I think I think what'll help people understand us a little bit better before we dive deep dive into this thing. What type of music listener are you? Are you more of a as far as it pertains to? Um, are you a full album listener? Are you a oh. song picker, playlist maker? Like, so I'm I'm gonna say genre first. I'm all over the place. Like I can go from like Billy, no, not Billy Holiday. Who? Um, you you picking genre? I'm saying though. I'm, no, you, I'm getting to that. I'm getting okay. to that. But like I can go from rap to hip hop to like Frank Sinatra. Um, country to like alternative like i'm all over the place in terms of my musical taste but in terms of um the type of listening style it's funny because i used to be an album like because my i learned this from my brother he would like anytime we would get a new some a new cd or something he would put it on start to finish back when you could go buy cds you just let it ride and feel right. get a feel for the whole album but now that you just have so many choices, I'm like, mm -mm. I'm listening to like the five, first five, ten minutes, and I'm like, eh, I don't like it. I don't, or not that I don't like it, but the beat doesn't resonate with me, the intro or something. I'm on to the next, and it's just about what captures me in the first five to ten minutes, if that makes sense. So are you saying, or just to sum it up, you're saying right now, as of 
who you are right now, you're more of a song specific type person. Yeah. Depends. So, it depends. So you're more of a playlist maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have my certain favorites. Like, I have favorite artists, but if I have favorite songs, I'm like, okay, I just want to listen to these songs. I don't want to, yeah. So, I guess I got to pose this question then. Okay. So. Talk to me, talk to me. Excuse me. So, when you say you're more of a uh, song-specific playlist-type maker. Dang, excuse me. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it, let's say you're going through something, right? Mm-hmm. Is your playlist going to be, are you making your playlist just to keep beating down the same thing? Or, or like, let's say, let's say you want to feel, you want to feel, you want to feel sad. So you're like, oh, I know this song for me and my feelings. Are you, uh, more feelings, uh, more See, feelings? Here's the thing. Or you're not. I don't, I don't necessarily have a playlist for like in my feels. I have more of like, if I feel like I'm agitated or anxiety's up. I might make a self-care playlist of, oh, I came randomly came across these songs I like. Okay, that's self-care. Um, but if I'm down, I'm just listening to nostalgic stuff or, you know, stuff that I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, this resonated with me. Gotcha. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so that's me and my playlist. What about you? Yeah, so, You're an I'm album gonna... person? You like an album person. Um... Um, I'm going to be honest. In my more, in my more recent years, mm-hmm. uh, discovery of like Apple Music and different things of that nature, mm-hmm. I've become more of an album person. Okay, so you can sit and listen to an album from start to finish. I can sit and listen to an album from start to finish. Okay. Now, not not every album is a. <clears throat> Excuse me. Not every album is a no skip. That's a whole different. Yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole conversation different conversation. But uh, I yeah. can't sit and listen to an album from start to skip. So I'm not one of those now. I'm not one of those. Uh, how can I put it? What I been? No, it ain't been me. I do not like when artists drop singles. Mm-hmm. It won't get a listen unless it's on a project. Yeah. It won't get a listen from me. Okay. It really won't get a listen unless. <clears throat> I just happen to be on a day or a wave where I'm just like listening to any and everything and just mm-hmm. letting Apple Music suggest this and that. So mm-hmm. uh that's how I kinda uh discovered Smino mm-hmm. because I was okay. on that on that kick on Spotify and um I was just letting it go and it was suggesting and then like who is this cat? Oh, so lock it in with a new artist. Yeah. So yeah, but to sum it up, I'm not I'm not a uh I'm not a single type person or something. I'm more of an album. Unless I'm really trying to feel like, unless <clears throat> sometimes I have these human jukebox jukebox <laughs> moments where it's like something just comes to mind. I'm like, oh, I want to hear that song now. That's the only yeah. way. But other than that, yeah. I'm going to listen to an album. For sure. So it's safe to say you're an album listener and appreciator, and I'm more of a single person. Now the, something that catches my attention. The history behind this. <laughs> it's weird because we, we swap. Yeah, because... <laughs> Initially, I was a songer, and I used to be like an album person. Like, but like she stated, like she stated, her brother kind of was like had her on the whole. You know, you know, we got to listen to this front to back because yeah. we don't know what's next. Really, and that's that's the time when you used to have to. Well, if you're in Nashville, you know about Soundstream back in the day on Tuesday when albums yeah. used to drop on Tuesdays. So we yeah. had to drive out there. I was out there. 
No, boy, bye. Um, but but we would spend the whole ride home just listening to the album front to back. So, but now that everything is so like at demand, it's like it's no need to. I'm driving to. I just know so people put out so much music. We're flooded with music. So we just. It's like yeah, so, I just know what I like and I want to. So to with my history, it was more so I got an MP3 player. And once I got my MP3 player, I was so intrigued with technology. Mm. No one knows me like Dang, we old. the it's computer crazy. in my room. So, <laughs> But nevertheless, crazy. this computer, of course, it had <laughs> things like LimeWire. Uh-huh. So, of course, I, I wanted that. to listen to albums, but my, my um, MP3 player was so limited. Uh-huh. So I'd be like, no, I'm just going to pick out my favorite songs. Because I was walking home from the bus stop and stuff like that. So I'm like, I just got to hear my hypeness. Uh, yeah, I got to hear my my vibes. Bit. Like I remember one of my favorite songs like, Look at all these roaches around me every day. That's so random. Why was that strong? Need something strong to make them go. I used to like little quirk. I used to like Weird Al Yankovich. Like all the little that, that, different songs they used to, they used yes. to like, you know, Shout play on. But yeah, so. Now that I'm able to listen to the albums, and I never had nobody to guide me with music. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and my cousin, uh, Corio, man, mm-hmm. look. Me and, me and cuz, we used to be listening to country music. Like, okay. we seven years old. Just, just the, like, what is this? What is this? We just yeah. changing the radio stations and just like, we'll bump it. Like, yeah. we, was, we was different like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like to use the term weird. Weird is a bad term to use. But we were different. It was different, yeah. And, uh... But nevertheless, I just wanted my songs on my MP3. But now that I'm able to listen to the albums, mm-hmm. and uh, like I said, I had no guidance. Now I'm like formulating like, oh, this is this. And I have a good ear for samples. I'll be like, oh, I heard this sample and so-and-so. Better so. than that. So. Now I'm good for like samples in terms of like voices. I'm like, okay. Or this person's sung background on this. Like, yeah. I got the ear for that. But he's really good at, like, oh, I remember I heard this song. This and, is like, certain movie. beats and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, your your pops, like, he had a lot of yeah. records. And My dad had so much. I don't even know what. If he actually listened to it, I grew up with the Madonna. He had Madonna CD, Nirvana. And having a CD player back then, we didn't have music on demand. I just was like, I'm going to just play Every CDs we got downstairs, and that's how I really discovered a lot of the I really old started, school stuff. Like on that Madonna type rock room, I really started diving into that when high school, like VH1, uh, Jumpstart, and things of that ah, nature. Nostalgia. But uh, but uh, the, our point is though oh, that's sorry, our musical God. history. Our point is music is a good way to cope uh, yes. and heal through not just grief, but whatever you're going through in life. And I think for me, even though I use music to take me to another world and imagine myself, I don't know, in music videos or just in scenarios or whatever, I think that sitting and really thinking about this topic, I love music because there are artists now that are more vulnerable and they're actually going through things themselves and they cope the music from the other side. So they write about their pains and different things that they go through. And so that helps. Sometimes there's artists that I'm like, oh, my God, like, I felt that. Mm-hmm. I went through the same thing. Oh, my God. And it's like, it's 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 comforting to know, like, I'm not the only one feeling this way. Right, right, so right. So when you find those artists, you got to hold on to them. You got to keep them in the playlist rotation, rotate their album, support them, because... Um, just like this podcast, like we're growing with y'all. A lot of we're artists growing. are growing with, you know, 
So I, I, I guess if I could, can can you say or would you agree that you're more of a present day artist that's kind of going through the same ordeals or are you an old schooler? Uh, I think I'm more present day. I okay. think though I love old school music to, that comes to my mind, I can't think of an artist back in the day that was going through other than love stuff that likes going through, hey, I lost my mom, I lost somebody close to me. That I know of now, it probably is. They just disguised it well in their art. But today, I feel like today's artists do better with being vulnerable and saying, hey, I lost this person. This is how it made me feel. Like, I, I think, uh, yeah, they're more, whoa. The space created for them to be more Yeah, they're more, directly. yeah, they're more direct. That's yeah. the word. They're more, yeah. artists today are more direct versus, like we said, uh, Back in the day, you had artists where certain things, parents, culture, probably didn't want you talking about this or mm -hmm. saying much of anything, so they had to disguise it, and they let you know tidbits. Like, I know once on, across 100 and, 110th Street, like, mm -hmm. you know, the message in that is just saying, I like, uh, <laughs> string house 110th Street. I think I knew that. But it's by Bobby Ball, man. Okay. But uh, nevertheless, like he was saying, it was like pimps and hustlers getting down across. It got in. It got in where it fit in. But, but. he made it in a way that it didn't sound like that. It sounded artistic. Yeah. Right? It sounded different than the message. Yeah, you had to really kind of pay attention. But I guess back then our folks would see more of that pimpish stuff. Like mm -hmm. across 110th Street, if we played it for a younger crowd today, they'll be like, huh? Yeah, Though they can it. interpret, they like. I mean, don't this don't go me. on, but back then, it was what it was. I feel like back then, though, also, we're going to get to more of the point, I promise, but I feel like back then, they were going through so much that you kind of, it's like music was their feel-good moment, you know what I'm saying? They, it's not like today, where we have all this space to speak how we feel, and the, if we don't like something, to protest something, like, they really were going through stuff, not on social media, in real life. So it's like, huh? Let's let's write about it, but let's let's talk. Let's disguise it in like a, a way that feels like upbeat and happy and like, because it's yeah. a lot of songs that I'm like, like that's what this song meant. I know a lot of people may be like, why he choose to say that song? But like, back in the day, I sat home with moms and she told me some of the stories that like we was just at home not too long ago and she mm -hmm. told you the stories like sure. some friends out of the you know projects, the ghetto was basically ended up. Working on the street as, as, as sex workers and stuff, but it was because they was getting, they was seeing more that, that type, lifestyle. you know what I'm saying, pimping, pimp player type, yeah. you know what I'm saying, lifestyle. But like right now, you know, people are direct, more direct. Yeah. And you ain't really got to search, but it does kind of resonate with us. Yeah. Like I know a lot of singers sing about their mental health and yes. like we say, man, like shoot, back in the yeah. day, you couldn't say nothing about mental health because probably like, they looking at you that like mental health like we don't who be are vulnerable you? about stuff like that i feel like back then they had to protect themselves in a different way so yeah. they it wasn't no space for them to you know but um so with that being said we want to hopefully some of these artists you might already know but if not uh, hopefully we can reintroduce you to um not reintroduce hopefully we can introduce you to some artists or if you haven't taken a listen at some of their albums or songs maybe after this podcast you'll check them out and hopefully they help you on your journey so 
We're going to talk about first some artists who have created certain masterpieces, whether that be an album or a song that resonated that we related to with grief and other personal things, and maybe you can. Uh, so the first artist we're going to go into is more recent. I think that we all can feel this, hopefully. And that's uh, Kendrick Lamar. He recently dropped an album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Yeah. Which they'll be here, I think, this week, too. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, he dropped a really dope project that I personally didn't hear too much buzz about. Like some, it's, it's one of those albums that either you get it and you resonate with it or you don't and you don't relate to it. Um, but he really dove deep into grief, mental health things. To me, knowing Kendrick Lamar's art, I felt like the time that he was away, he really created this album to, to update you on what he, he, I guess his mind, state of mind and what he's been through and um, just like his thoughts with his time yeah. going away. Some of my favorite, uh, my two favorite was United in Grief and I think it was Mother, uh, was it Mother I Sober? That one made me emotional. Mm -hmm. um, but the United in Grief was like, I'm glad he put that earlier, like one of the first songs because like he really put it out there that we all are united in grief in different ways. We all have our vices that we choose to grieve with that the next person probably is also using and i don't know it just tied together i mm -hmm. think everybody that appreciated it and uh listened to it for what it was they felt a part of it felt a certain part so yeah so i mean um my my favorite songs off there was like in 95 mm -hmm. and they talked Deep about meaning. it talked about taking yeah. off certain masks and stuff um, actually, I know he mentioned a lot of Eckhart, Eckhart Tolle, Tolle. Uh, the power, author of The Power Now. But um, even in, like, Take Off Certain Mask, I was reading in a book, and it talked about wearing masks. Um, like, I think, yeah, wearing masks to kind of help cope or people feel safe around you and different things like that. Uh, so I liked it that N95, and I don't know the title of the song, but it was a very toxic situation where they um, – him and a girl was going back and forth. Yes. I felt like it was that very was creative. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> but talking about some of the, some of the, a lot of people related to that one too. Yeah, like some of the internal battles you have that'll cause you to mess up a good thing, yeah. a good relationship, or start Between start you thinking people. like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Things like guilt, uh, you know, trauma response is starting to pop up. So, ah, yeah. from that. That was some crazy. Yeah, the that was whole some crazy album. Y'all check that album out, but it's really good on mental health. Yeah. Um, I, I guarantee there's at least one song, if not two or three, that you can feel. Now they may not be radio hits or whatever. Who really mm -hmm. cares? But I think you can feel it. Um, when you listen to it. Now, is there a certain genre that gets you? I guess more in your feels or R and B. I think. Does R and B heal you more? Is it like? Because when it comes to R and B, R and B to me, uh -huh. and R and B I listen to gives me, in my, you know what I'm saying. Hold on, let me put on these shades. You know, it gets me into this type vibe. <laughs> cool dude vibe. All right, bro. The cool boss, husky hefe, the yeah. cool boss. Okay. It gets me into hello, welcome, 
to the late night jams yeah. and smooth moves of none other than your boy Husky Hefe. But no, that's what R and B kind of gets me. But is it a R and B does? But you've been playing a lot of jazz lately, and jazz really gets me in my field. And shout out to my cousin. She like put up something about coffee house jazz, and I was like, hmm, let me play. I listen rainy to day. Rainy, rainy day coffee j- jazz or something, oh, something like, like that. that. Something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And if I see any music suggested on my timeline or whatever, I'm like, let me try that. And when I tell you, it calms me so much. Now whenever that, I'm feeling crazy or whatever, I'm like, ah, oh, jazz does something to me. I can say in like in the process of healing through certain things, mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes I feel like it's best to kind of go away from. What is what am I trying to say? Go away from all what those those lyrics. Rap. Yeah, rap. rap like stuff. rap don't do it for me, my boy. Um I grew up heavy rap, but uh as I've gotten older I like a lot of jazz, little things more peaceful. Now yeah. I say that's dependent. If you're on from an artist standpoint, you might resonate with rap more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because you put yourself in that place. But if you're really trying to like unwind oh, and stuff. Man. I think the jazz or something light or some Sade. He played uh, Sade, yeah. something, and I was like, "Oh my God!" I the moon and the, the moon and the skies. I never heard this song before. Moon and now the I play skies. it every morning while I'm in the shower, on my way to work. I'm like, I gotta play. Sade, Sade came to me. That's another artist, yo. She came to me as a youngin. I remember being in Raleigh, in Memphis. Shout out to Memphis. Shout out Sade to Raleigh. Was not in Memphis. But uh, no, 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 no. I'm trying to tell you where I discovered Sade. Oh, okay. Uh, me and, and my cousin Corio, we was just messing around on the radio, uh-huh. and she was playing, and it was like, it was the smooth operator, <laughs> but okay. I definitely did not think she was saying operator. What you thought she said? Smooth operator. I thought she was trying to say like Argentina, or <laughs> but but that's when I discovered Sade, and I was like, oh, she's smooth, but smooth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My mama rocked with Sade too. So maybe that's why she's calling to me too, because I'm like, I can go back to like Sade and Kim, because that's all my mom used to play. So yeah, that is. See but, now, when I bump that Kim now, now that ooh, Kim. Listen, this is hey, another. Look. Kim is another oh. story for another time. That's some old player. Like, like, when you want to chill, yeah, 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 yeah. Got your hey, wine. hey, you know what's up? You know what's up? You know the, the vibes. vibes. You know yeah. the vibes. But um, we talking about music. anyway. Anyway, so let's <laughs> back in. <laughs> So the next artist, we of course know Kendrick Lamar. Um, the next artist, you can probably take more because again, he vouches for the whole album. Again, I'm only a song person, so I have one, maybe two songs that I just randomly heard, and I'm like, I, I'm stuck with these two songs. I haven't even listened to the whole album. I'm sorry. I will. I promise. I am. Um, but that's Saba. Out of Chicago. Out of Chi-Town. Chi-Town, stand up. West Side, Chicago. Uh, But he had an album. First off, let's take it back to uh, more personalized. Well, not his journey, but something he experienced losing his cousin Walter. Yeah. Um, I think it it was something that affected him. So he pretty much wrote about it throughout his um, album. Was it Take Care? Yeah, Take Care. Take Care. Was it Take Care? Yeah, Take Care. Um, I think it was. It was. I cross references. Let me make sure. sure. <laughs> let, me, let me let me go to the. Yes, uh, let's let's be let's let's double check. Um, 
But um, off that album, he we randomly was watching a concert that he was performing, and that's how I kind of really came across Saba. And I'm like, I felt that. And I don't even know if mom mom had passed by then. I think, but it was one song, "Busy" and "Sirens." Like I love those songs. I'll play those songs on any given day. And he's so lyrical. Like I, I'm not a big rap girl, but. I will listen to some Saba. Right. I will. Um, but that album, knowing the history and that he really locked himself in to create that masterpiece. Care for me. I love it. Care for me. The Why name for that album is, she I'm says, so take I'm care. Flow, Look, she's on her Drake flow. <laughs> oh Saba, if you if you I'm watch sorry, this, Saba. I knew it was wrong, my boy. I'm sorry, and I said it with confidence. At least I said it with confidence. I, I knew it was wrong, wrong, my boy. I'm so sorry. I apologize. But uh, nevertheless, man, look, that Care For Me album was, um, it was off the chain. It was, like, good. And like I said, I'm an album person, so I really, and when it comes to albums, for me to say an album is great or, yeah, great Mm -hmm. or really good is it has to tell a story. It has to encapsulate a story, and I felt like with that Care For Me album, it did exactly that. It told you about, you know, growing up in Chicago and nobody, nobody, you know what I'm saying, just another black man shot and killed. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, even in the, the first song was like Busy and Siren. Sirens on the way, hey, now in line where the angels lay. But he says, I'm young, I'm black, I'm gifted. I know one time want to kill me. They don't like me because my, but like certain instances of him being, yeah, him being a a black male, he put you in that story. And like, even him saying like college was, uh, college was, it was what it was. He got a B in a, in a hip hop class and he thought that was crazy. But, uh, Walter was, you know, hooping and all this good stuff like that. But Walter ended up, you know, transferring, getting, they got close and they was kicking it. Mom's like. Where you been at? He like, my mom kicking him with Walter, but Walter helping him get out of his shell to be, you know what I'm saying, the artist that he is now. Mm-hmm. And Walter got killed for a coat. He trying to cope. History, like, you so. You gotta really look at his lyrics. He really put his story. Yeah, so he, he was, that was the first album that even, like, she's, she's more songy. But that's the first album that I was able to, like, you know, kind of, um, kind of have her to, Listen to and and feel some of that, like somebody yeah. who's that's your that's his close cousin, that's his cousin that like a brother, you know what I'm saying? They and they didn't even know that they stayed down the street from each other. Like yeah. this, how much the story is. Like I could go and like really and I'm paint a the sucker picture. for a story. So when he when we're watching the performance and him performing, not only is he putting on a dope show, like yeah. amazing performer and lyricist and artist, but he was telling me the story and about his cousin Walter, and I was like. I'm such a fan now. Like I, lo- I'm a sucker for a story. Like pull you know, me in to make me feel. You know, ninety. I'm not ninety. <laughs> you know, um, a lot of things in life is about the story. And yeah. once you get, once the story happens, then people can understand you better. Mm-hmm. That's my whole thing right a now. I do have story. a. I know I'm probably going on a rant. I have a tidbit with artists. Mm-hmm. I don't mind the artists making their art. Do what you have to do, but. The whole leaving it up for interpretation. No, sometimes, sometimes just tell them what you meant because a lot of these kids aren't having the imagination 
taught to them in school. So use your imagination. They don't really get that. So sometimes they need it cut plain and dry so they can find you as a fan, find you as an artist and be a fan because they want to know, like, oh, you going through this as well, not all this. Well, I got to search. They're not going searching because it's, it's, it's so many blocks in their face. Like, look at this. Attention span short. Yeah, so. Like, they it's either like, feel it or they don't, but that backstory on why you made this art is going to get Get yeah, but like me, we're fans. <laughs> coming back around, they, they care for me album, not take care. Shout out to Drake, <laughs> so that's my dog though. Shout out to uh, Drake. Bye bye. But uh, <laughs> nah, yeah, that that that's an album. That's an album. I'm just for that. I'm gonna go and play the whole album and really sit and analyze it. Um, cause I I, I vow anything he's recommended, I'm like I usually end up feeling I just gotta listen to it for myself. That's all. But um. So moving forward, the next artist we're going to go into is one of my favorites. It's Janae Aiko. And I've actually been a fan of Janae since like B2K days. Some mm-hmm. people didn't discover Janae until she put out the worst. But real Janae fans knew her when she was a little Fizz's cousin, even though she wasn't really a little Fizz's cousin. But, um, but uh, one thing that I resonated with her that she happened, a uh, transparency moment for her, is that she lost her brother to I think brain cancer some type of cancer um don't quote me on that but she lost her brother and it really affected her and though I love Janae she had put out uh her album Trip and I didn't really listen to it even though I was a Janae fan I didn't listen to it for some reason I don't know again I guess I just didn't hear it and it didn't resonate with me I don't know but um, I randomly scrolled on YouTube and she made Trip the movie. And so, again, it had a story um, where she talked about, like, struggling with losing her brother and just, you know, getting high, having a trip and all these things she experienced. And then the song, again, it gave a backstory. So right, I'm like, right, right. she sold the album because I'm like, oh, my God. Now when I hear the album, I'm thinking about the movie. And I'm like, darn, like, she, I feel her when she says certain things about you know, losing her, her brother and trying to cope. So some of the, my favorite songs on there is Frequency and New Balance. Um, but Janae as a whole is one of those artists, you can hear her voice and vibe. And she makes healing music all together, like with sound bowls and just the actual frequency of things that heal your body. Now, so. I know with Janae, mm-hmm. um, my first kind of catching wind of Janae was actually with Kendrick Lamar's Overly Dedicated. And uh, it was the one song, Where Are We Going? Why Are We Slowing Down? You should be on. But she she really, I'm trying to visualize something isn't right, but my foot is so busy now. And if I could leave this world and a little slower, then I would and we would spend a little closer. I guess I'm getting closer. Okay. Uh, we yeah. But yeah, she bumped that joint, and um, it was I did I did really like her vibe. Now, I, what was the was it an album? Sell Soul? Is that uh, selling out or something? something yeah. Like, well, she had two. I think one was was it selling out? Selling Souls or something? Selling something Soul like or that. something like that. Now I bumped that uh, yeah. project or whatever yeah. it was. It, it was really good. Yeah. But she got that vibe, and like I like what you said, like. She uses frequencies and stuff. Yeah. Now, that's a part of music that you don't think about, frequencies and vibration. That's why, like, I said no offense to my, 
you know, rap, hip hop artists, but sometimes I just can't listen because I don't need, I need some, I need some frequencies that's higher, that's vibrating higher. Cause but also to take it back a little bit, mm -hmm. I agree with that. But for people that don't know, you probably have seen like people doing a little sound bowl and you're like, what yeah. are they doing? So there's certain sounds and certain frequency like wavelengths that heal the body, heal the nerves, calm the body. Like if you have anxiety, a lot of people do that to calm them or they help with the breathing and stuff like that. So when we say Janae uses certain elements of healing instruments, she puts that in her music. So yeah, I remember, I remember, I remember, but I remember, um, I remember, when, <laughs> I remember, I remember, I remember when, when I lost my mind. mind. Yeah. yeah, but uh. There was something so special about that place. Even your emotions had an echo in so much space. That's a deep song in itself. We're not going to go there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. We out there. But anyway, <laughs> without care. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go now. No, That's I was barking. In itself, but but uh, nah, I, I remember I was working with youth, with kids and stuff, uh, trouble youth at a facility and they used to have these sessions where the therapists would come in and i'm talking about some of these kids was off the chain but you'll have like a 30 minute a 30 minute listening to like some peaceful tones and these kids who've been off the chain all day on edge and got condition will calm down like calm down i mean like in 30 minutes all i'm about ready to go to sleep and this is kids from ages I'm going to say I had the group from like 13 to 18. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and these guys, so everybody's so tough, you know. Yeah. But they will come all the way down. So, just music. yeah, just off music and a peaceful tone. So it's like it is healing in this in this mm -hmm. thing we call music. At like a deeper level that you can never imagine. Can you, even, can you even fathom the thought that we'll never listen to all the music ever made? Oh I bet gosh. you never thought about it. Oh, my gosh. Now I want to do it. No, you're right. Like, right. it's so many sounds. I remember the one time we was coming back from, I think, was it Gallenberg, Knoxville? And we was just yes. listening to, like, all these different Lame genres. I just found Lame different genres rock. of anything rock. It was some guys from, like, and Little girls from, from Japan oh, and, and stuff. Japan. And they were bumping. Like, like, you don't know what Japan. they're, I don't know what it's translating to, but I'm talking about they soulful. Bumping. I wanted to learn, to learn the language. I was like, okay. So, okay. yeah, we'll never even know. Music, I think, is one of the things. Music and food are two things that tie people together and re relatability. So I can cook a meal that maybe can heal you, or I can make a song that can heal you, calm your nerves, or whatever. So, right. so yeah. Um, so moving forward, uh, another artist that I love who's out of Memphis. Woo -woo. Throw up your M's. Woo -woo. Like that, how you throw it up. Anyway. Um, but it's Yebba. Okay. Her name is Yebba. Yebba. And I came across Yebba on YouTube like I do a lot of artists. Her voice just, if you Google Yebba Smith, Y-E-B-B-A, um, and just listen to her sing, You'll understand what I'm saying about the girl has a voice. She is a Caucasian lady, but she has, you can, so that's one thing I will say about older artists, uh, like a Otis Redden or anybody from back of the day. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, That's my sometimes boy. when they sing, you can feel the soul, you can feel the hurt, you can feel the pain, or whatever they're going through at a deep level, you can feel it. And Yelba to me is one of those people um, that you just feel her emotion. So backstory for her uh, with grief, Yelba's mother, and I tried to look it up on YouTube to verify the story, the specifics of the story, but I couldn't find anything. Like I don't think Yelba does in many interviews, especially about the loss of her mother but i believe her mother committed suicide mm. um and so that's something yebba has struggled with um but when you hear yebba sing no matter what she sings you feel it like yeah. i always feel it like in here i don't know but um so she wrote a song uh i think about her mother which is actually a new segment later on you'll see I'll go over the lyrics later. Um, but it was, let me see. The name of the song was October Sky. Um, she kind of briefly talked about things that reminded her of maybe the day, my interpretation, maybe the day that, you know, she found out her mom, you know, took her life. So just a deep artist. And again, her backstory. And also knowing she's from Tennessee and Memphis at that. Like, I just love Yabba. And highly recommend you listen to her. Very healing voice. Very healing artist to me. I know she's uh take care of you is is with is with that Drake. Uh, Drake. I think that how but you she like to Uh no 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 I seen her on I think you showed me on the oh, Terrell show the, or something like that. No, she wasn't on Terrell. Yet, on Terrell. Well you wanted a, her. It was a concert. It was a some so, so far or something. If you Google yeah, but it's probably the first So we was on our yeah. It's probably one of them. We was on our music kick one day, and we was just watching all these people on, like, Terrell. And, of course, my wife is like, well, look at this, you know. Check out this person. So I think that was the first time I saw her going at it, at, like, that little So Far or something like that. But uh, I was like, yo, the soulfulness, the... Now, it's some... Here's the thing. It's some... We're black. <laughs> We're black and Melody. we know we know where the soul come from, but it's some white folks, Caucasian folks that get bro. down. Get down. Um, the I'm I'm, I'm my boy. I'm willing to bet my money uh -huh. on Yeba against Adele. I said it. Oh, I oh. said Adele is dope. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying she's not, but Yeba. I'm willing to put up oh. against. I'm willing to when you talk about soul and feeling, what she feeling when she's singing. Yeah, but for me, hands up. Um, I know it was some um white guys that I bump. Uh, what's my boy Jameson? It's J M S N. He bumping. Um, uh, the Tedeschi brothers. Um, the Teskey brothers. Teskey brothers yeah, today. They do. It, but hey, they um, them too. man, and I saw I I can't I gotta put my boy honorable mention. He was on. The black guy, but well, he's not white, but he sung like a song called "A Whipping Post." He was on uh, God, and I'm tired to the whipping post. No, he was on American. He was on American Idol. Okay, but uh, but anyway, but actually. my bad. He he sung them white boys song. He sung them white boys song. But yeah, nah, yeah. don't don't be fooled or don't be uh don't hold off thinking oh because they're this skin color like no music has no color, um. Yo, yeah. get out and find some good stuff. So we recommended those albums and those songs, but what about artists that their voice just as a whole is healing to you? 
I said my list. I already told you Yubba. She's probably number one. I said Sampha. I know that's that's how I feel about Yubba is how he feels about Sampha. So Leon Bridges and then Mariba for me. I got it. Yeah, Sampha is in there for me. Um, no one knows me. He has a song. No one knows me like the piano in uh like the piano. But it goes. No one knows me like the pianos in, in my mother's home. And he just talks about learning how to play music and things of that nature. Uh, I was telling her the other day, and uh, no one knows me like the computer that was in my mother's home. And she laughed, but, you know. Tell them, because I need a backstory. <laughs> so with this computer, what is this one computer was fairly new, and I had to, I had the luxury of having the, the home computer in my room. Nobody really messed with it besides my my little sister may come in there and play a game. Uh-huh. My parents didn't care. I was burning CDs. I was on LimeWire uh-huh. doing things. Um, I had like a message pen pal. Um, okay, so this is what I need back. He randomly mentioned this, and we specifically saved this conversation for this episode. <laughs> Why, what, was you, what was this pen pal? What was this about? Oh, man, it was... <laughs> like a, jail pen pal? No, nah, not jail. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was you doing on the internet back then? And why did this computer know you like this? Man, look, the internet was a wild place, <laughs> and I discovered that this place is wild. But uh, okay. it was like the beginning of, like, uh, Yahoo messages and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, it was just like little chat rooms you could go in. <laughs> it was like, look... Do not judge me, kids or people. Do not go in chat rooms and just meet oh random people. Gosh. But now I had a pen pal. She was from Wisconsin. <laughs> she sent me a picture of that thing. What if what she I... was like an old white man that just was like, yeah, I'm just well, it wasn't picture. getting it wasn't getting intense like what you think. It wasn't getting no in, <laughs> no intense be, besides in like room. what's up, yeah, yeah. And then oh like, I mean, we got laptops and like. In seventh, eighth grade, and we was just messaging. I remember I thought I was moving to Utah, um, but man, I'm Why telling. Why did you think you was moving to Utah? We was gonna move to Utah. My oh, stepdad, okay. uh, my stepdad had lived in Utah before, but uh, he was about to go take a position up in Utah, and mm-hmm. if he would have took it, we would have been gone. But I guess him and moms talked about it like, nah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, so you I met another pen pal. Nah, you? nah. At that point, we had like. Yahoo, I mean, just oh, emails man. between schools. So I'm telling all the girls at the time, like, yeah, I'm going to be leaving for Utah, you know. <laughs> so moral of the story, nobody knows me like the computer in my you mama's home. Computer child. Because I, I even made my first track. Uh, okay. I was a signed artist, um, background okay. music, uh, okay. Jutro. <laughs> Little Jutro. Jutro, J-U-T-R-O, man. Oh, my God. Y'all will find out why why I'm called Jutro. But uh, uh, so you said Sanfa is an artist yeah. that heals you. Yeah. And who else? Who else? I would have to say. Hmm. Who I got? Leon Bridges is cold blooded. I want to recommend the song River specifically. Take me to, to the river. river. I wanna go. Leon yeah, Bridges. That's my joint. Right He's there. super good. I can't. I can't. Otis Redden. That's healing for you. His voice. It do. It. It's like it bring that pain out of you, and it's like. Oh, Remember me. Yeah. Okay. Don't you forget me. Like 
Yeah, big old. I remember Otis Redding. I got on Otis Redding because my stepdad. I was learning how to drive, and he was like, they they had took the car back because of course I was scared. Uh, <laughs> and he was like, if you figure out who this is, if you can tell me who this is, I'll give you a hundred dollars. And my one thing about my stepdad, he's not gonna lie, like he gonna mess with you, but I could not figure out it. But he let me hear him, and I was like, dang, it's bumping. So I never figured it out. So I didn't get that hundred. But I took that CD and I just started to play it. And I'm like, yo, this dude is nice. But uh, I'm more of a, I'm more of a old school soul type person. So that's why I resonate with like that Leon Bridges. And I can say when it comes to if somebody's good, I want to hear you good without an instrumental. So if it's just like piano play, cool. I can bump you, and if you can show out, that's all I want. Piano and your voice, and if you can do the thug thizzle, you can do the thug thizzle. Yeah, yeah. So. And also, I don't know if you heard my last person, uh, but Mariba, it's M-E-R-E-B-A. Her speaking voice, her singing voice, her writing style is just healing. Um, I recommend, she has on one of her albums... I can see the cover. I can't. My when we're recording, my mind goes blank. I apologize. I swear I know her music, but she has a um, poem that she recites on one of her albums called "Dodging the Devil." That it's like ASMR to me to mm-hmm. like listen to her recite that poem, and it's a deep meaning. And then uh, "Stay True" is also a song I recommend. Her voice on her voice on everything is healing, but check those out. I I suggest. So it's it's like this with music. How can I put it? With music, music is healing, right? It's a tool for it's a it's tool a, for many things, but it can be used as a tool for healing. And but the wrong music can put you in the wrong headspace as well. So it. that's where it gets it gets a little tricky, and you gotta watch the whole you know lyrics thing mm-hmm. because you can have some lyrics where they're talking about their situation, and you're resonating so much. That you end up losing yourself and being like, well, you know, I feel the same way. Even though your story isn't all the way the same, mm-hmm. now you're starting to, because some people will say, like, I started to use drugs, like in the trip thing. But mm-hmm. we're not saying do that. I, I wouldn't recommend that for anybody. Like, don't go to that. But you got to watch it in a sense. That's why I say I tap into like that jazz or mm-hmm. instrumentals, low instrumentals, lo-fi. Like, that's a whole I think the biggest thing with healing, you have to heal from the inside out. And sometimes at a cellular level. When I, earlier in the year, when my anxiety was the worst, because I love music, I used to, now it's not the same. I had to rethink some things of how I travel to work and travel back. But I used to go to work and bump like Future, like that turned up, like trap stuff, just to hype, in my mind, to hype me up for work, get me prepared for work. And then coming home, I would do probably some trap, a mixture of some, like, calm down, whatever, because I'm like, oh, I'm going home. But when I was experiencing anxiety real bad, I just realized that I was getting more. Like, one time I had to call him because I was like, am I finna pass out? Am I finna? I was, like, freaking out. But when I started looking at more things about how to heal myself, I realized that certain frequencies in music agitate your nervous system which contributes to your mood, which contributes to, and I think even your subconscious mind, you don't understand when you're already in a bad mood or already sad, what you're feeding your subconscious mind that controls everything. So I think it's important when you're going through grief or just 
trying to love yourself or just whatever it is, my bad, you're going through, I think it's important to, that was, that was your sign right there, it's important to listen to like healing music, free, healing frequency type music like jazz, smooth jazz or Sade or Yeba or Mariba or these artists like that. Yeah. So. Man. So oh. hopefully this podcast is And also, well, too. also I have to say, Shout out to uh, Saba yet again. Oh, because I, I meant to spell his name too. S-A-B-A. S-A-B-A. That I do know. <laughs> but uh, he actually, I was on Twitter and it was this person. His uh, his most recent album is called, uh, I don't know the name of it right now, but I'll put it in here. Mm-hmm. But his most recent album, um, he talks more on like making it in success and stuff. And somebody was like, this is like my therapy. And he was like, I appreciate that. But nah, still, still go and get therapy. I'm gonna put the little snippet in here. I'm gonna put it right here. <laughs> if y'all need to watch it. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, also locally, if you're in Nashville, artists out of Nashville, our homie to the show, Quiz, Quiz yeah. Cantrell, I think he does good with, um, you know, putting his yeah. art into. But what Saba said, but like Saba said, like you can listen to my music and it can be, uh, it can be, you know, what I'm saying you resonate with it, but. Still, if you feel if you ha- don't put it off for, oh, this is a fix for therapy. Like sometimes, yeah, no, sometimes you really sometimes need, you really need to go and get answers and seek help. And that um, could help you. Well, from an artist standpoint, yeah. that could help the music, which then helps your fans right. who are listening. And now you healing the world through your art. Boom. Right. So I think that's. I point. just had to put that little tidbit in there. Um, yeah. 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 So, um, now this is our first official episode back um so we changed up some of the segments this is the last segment um now every episode we're going to end with a poem that either we wrote or just a poem we came across that probably resonated with the episode or the topic that we have so the poem is really not a poem it's a song but when i was looking at the lyrics i'm like this is poetry i'm gonna share it with my audience that's what music music is poetry pretty much it's one in the same what is yeah. it synonyms the same antonyms are opposite synonyms are the same Look, girl yeah, come synonyms. on but anyway <laughs> i'm gonna so, put on my shades for this hold on guys go ahead get your snaps ready because my girl snapped y'all know i'm a y'all uh yabba fan i said yabba i just fused them two they need that's the sign that they need to work together yabba and saba yabba and saba whatever but um so this is the lyrics to october sky by yabba smith Well, she slid down the hall in her socks and yelled, come outside. No, 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 nothing's wrong. I just happened to have a surprise. So we fell through the door like the autumn leaves. And I wrestled my brother down to his knees just to watch her, uh, just just as her rocket shot into the October sky. Just to watch as her rocket shot into the October sky. What he said. There's a picture of us and a layer of dust on the mantle right by my cigarettes that I smoked since you left. Because you said you had to fly in your October sky. Now I work in the city and I blend into the crowd and the people grieve with me since the towers came down, down. You could cut the pollution with a butter knife. You could wake up at two and then party all night. But I'm missing my mama, so I stand on the street and get high. There's a picture of us hidden in the layer of dust on the mantel, right by my cigarettes that I smoked since you left. Because you said you had to fly in your October sky. 
um, and she said, oh, whoa, oh. And as I go back home to Memphis, I remember days that I was outside shooting rockets, almost as high, high, in your October, in your October, in your October sky. Also, I listened to, she did a live acoustic version of this song so I could get the flow better of the song. Mm -hmm. Check that out on YouTube because I, reading, the, reading or hearing the lyrics is one thing, but hearing her perform and sing it is another. So quick synopsis, what would you say? If I was the guest, I would say she has a picture of her just in remembrance. She started smoking cigarettes uh, to kind of cope. To my, my interpretation, I think, so this is my little bubble. When I listen to music, this is what I envision. I envision her writing this song from a standpoint of her thinking about a day, maybe the day she lost her mom, maybe the day after, trying to process how to cope with losing her mom. So in the October sky, maybe there was fireworks that night. Maybe, I don't know, like eventually it goes on with her being at work and like just observing people around her grieving and... I think it was just her observation, maybe after she lost her mom. Now I work in the city and I blend into the crowd and the people grieve with me since the towers came down, down. Oh, I wonder, and this is why I was trying to find a timeline or to hear more in detail about it, but I don't think she's publicly talked about it. I wonder if she lost her mom around 9-11, because um, the tower, but she's from Memphis. Oh, but that's something that we all uh, everybody started everybody to grieve. So if it was grieve. around that time, she so probably even did. Even though she was in Memphis, yeah, she probably did kind of feel that. But this is why I think, because even if her mom died back then, it, yeah, it was our age. So back then, if it was more present, she would have been a child. She wouldn't have worked now. Worked in the city, so that's why I think that she is maybe thinking back. If that makes sense. Back or what if she's saying now I work in the city and I blend into the crowd? It's like, what if she's working in New York now or doing things in New York? Yeah, but did you used to work in New York? But it says, but I'm missing my mama, so I stand on the street and get high. Yeah. That's like a negative she coping. Cigarettes, but that's her way of coping. Or maybe she did weed or whatever else. But, but yeah, but yeah, that's how it is. That's, that's how it why is. I said when you hear her sing, if you never heard her, hear her sing, and you'll understand. Like the girl got a story deeper than what she's showed to the world. Um, but definitely one of those artists that has, like, you can feel their grief and her trying to heal in her music. So, and that's the purpose of this podcast. We just want, as we personally use music to heal ourselves, we want to give it to you, and so then maybe you can find the artists that resonate with you to help you get through whatever it is you're going through. Grief, sadness, self-hurt, balance, self-forgiveness, different things. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. So, so we're going to go ahead and wrap this up, y'all. Thank you so much for watching I Lost My Podcast. We love y'all. Uh, over and out. Anything you want to say? Um, thank y'all for showing up and showing out. Um, also, make sure you donate to the I Lost My Podcast and it's been real this has been an episode one for the books um i may have lost my podcast or i may have lost my headphones but i found you so make sure y'all go and check out her book if you haven't purchased it purchase it um it's uh, available on our amazon and um yeah 
Yeah, that's it. So try his cheesecake if you have Tennessee. Yeah. Stomach, husky cheesecake. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we out of here. We out. We gonna hold you. Bye, y'all. Peace.